you ever heard people say, or maybe even you said, I just want to just be broken before the Lord. Thanks well, no, you don't. He don't want you broken. He wants you whole. You know what that word whole mean? Nothing missing and nothing broken. I'll say it again. That word whole means nothing missing and nothing broken. The Bible said they came to hear and to be healed. And you know what? He healed them all too. They came to hear him and to be healed. There are people who want to be healed, but they don't want to hear. Well, that's not the way it works. Faith cometh how? By hearing. And you need to hear it again. It's too important just to hear it one time or two times. You need to hear it again and again and again and again and add infinitum. Brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, you can rise and be healed in this class today. That's just, this is why we are here. The Bible says, and they overcame him. Talk about the devil, the one who put that sickness and disease upon you. They overcame him. Did you know you can overcome the devil? And they overcame him by the blood of Jesus. He's the lamb. And by the word of their testimony. See, you need to give testimony. You believe you healed? Listen, you have no sense evidence at all that you are healed. You are acting on the word of God. That's what he's looking for. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. This morning, we are talking about divine reversal. We've been meditating on this thing all week long. The Lord dropped that word in my spirit on just the other day. I believe it was around Tuesday, I think it was. And that, that's all I have been able to think about. That's all I wanted to think about. That's all I did think about. Divine reversal. Let God do a work in your life this morning in this class. Again, that's why you're here. This is why Larry and Helen is here. Amen? This Amen. One, praise God. So come on, grab pen and paper or whatever device that you're going to be using. Look at the word this morning. Pay close, close attention. I believe, a prophet, that God want to heal people this morning. Big I time. believe he does. Amen. 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 I believe God want to set you free. So you rise up this morning and be healed in Jesus' name. If you couldn't lift your hand, lift your hand. If whatever you could not do before, do something. Just do something you could not do before. Amen? All right. We can begin. Uh, let's begin in Hebrews. Chapter, Amen. Chapter 11. In verse 35, in the Amplified, not the Amplified Classic, just Amplified. Hebrews eleven thirty-five. Pay attention to words here. Women received back their dead by resurrection, and others were 
tortured to death, refusing to accept mm -hmm. release, offered on the condition of denying their faith so that they would be resurrected to a better life. They would not turn loose their faith. And this is why we call Hebrews 11 the Faith Hall of Fame. Everything, they did it by faith. Even family members, loved ones who physically died. Look at what it said. They received them back to life. How? By faith. Isn't that divine reversal? You see it? That's divine reversal. Now listen, what, what are we getting at here this morning? No matter what's facing you today, it doesn't matter what bad diagnosis and prognosis the doctors have given you, it doesn't make any difference to God. He can reverse it. What it takes, your faith, and to act on that faith. Didn't the Bible says, have faith in God? And for you to speak to that sickness or that disease, to be gone by the authority in the name of Jesus. Isn't that what he said? It all can reverse. Every last bit of it can reverse, and it will reverse. Come on. Use your imagination. See yourself totally healed. See, listen, I always say it this way, and I want to say it again this morning. Your feet can never, never take you where your mind has never been. Your feet can never take you where your mind has never been. Can you see yourself with all your needs met like God said? Do you see yourself that way? Can you see yourself healed? Can you see diabetes gone? Can you see heart trouble gone? Whatever your condition is, can you see it gone? Use your imagination. I'm telling you, it's a part of reversing that thing. That's why God gave you the power of imagination. So where in the Bible does it say God can reverse the irreversible? Jeremiah 29, 34, I'm sorry, 13 and 14 in the King James says, and I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity and I will gather you from all nations. He's so gonna... it is, it is, yes, he's going to gather from all nations. Mm -hmm. Come on. So it is possible, you know, we can say it is possible for God to reverse what seems to be irreversible. Yes. He can do it, can he? Yes, he can. But see, what, again, what does it take? It's not enough to have faith. You have to act. Somebody said, well, I believe. Okay, but look at what he said. Have faith in God. 
when you have faith in God, you're going to act on what he said. In other words, you're going to do something that you could not do before. There are people who just believe and don't do anything. Or they just sit there and keep complaining. But no, when you have faith in God, you're going to rise up and do something you could not do before. You're going to rise up and act out on his word. Why? Because all things are possible to you that believe. Can you see that? Divine reversal. What is it you need God to reverse for you this morning? What is it? Is there anything too hard for God? Absolutely not. Come on, prophet. Praise God. <clears throat> Matthew 8, Matthew 12, 8 through 15 in the New King James Version says, For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogues. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? They asked that they might accuse him. And then he said unto them, What man is there among you who has one sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then? is a man than a sheep. Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And then he said unto the man with the withered hand, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and it was restored as whole as the other. Look at there. Look at there. In other words, do something you could not do before. And the man stretched that hand out. And what happened to him? It was restored. Didn't it say that? Amen. But what are we saying here today? You can be restored too. This is why we stress, do something you could not do before. If you couldn't move your feet, move your feet now. In the name of Jesus and by the authority of that name. And I'm telling you, You'll be restored to help too. You'll be restored back to help. Are you listening to me? Dear friend, we're not just talking about something that we heard. No, 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 no. We're talking about something that we know here. Are you listening to me? We're talking about something that we know. We're talking about something that we done seen over and over and over again, even happened to us. Glory be to Jesus. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Yeah, Amen. it happened to us. Praise God. And it'll happen to you too. Stretch forth your hand in the name of Jesus. Stretch Amen. forth that leg in the name of Jesus. I will keep saying, do something you could not do before. All right. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So, then verse 14 says, and then the Pharisees went out 
and plotted against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Praise yes. God. He healed how many of them? He, he healed, healed them all. All of them. Mm. All of them. And you know what? The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He's still yet healing people. In this day, in this hour and time, he's still yet healing people. But Man. see, you've got to be hungry. You've got to want this. You've got to be thirsty for this. And let me tell you, you won't get left out. No, you won't get left out. He's still doing what he's always done. He's still healing. And by the way, mm -hmm. Sabbath day, the Sabbath day is not about a day. It's about a person. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. It's Amen. about him. It's about him. Praise God. Amen. Right. Praise God. It's about him. I love that. <clears throat> Glory to God. Well, the next verse we have is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 in the New King James. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You see that reversal? If you are in Christ Jesus, you are brand new. But if you're not in Christ, you're not brand new. The Bible also says, in Adam, all died. But in Christ, all were made alive. You see the reversal? Amen. In Adam, in Christ. If you are not in Christ, you receive eternal death. But if you in Christ, you receive eternal resurrection. Jesus was the first born from the dead. Are you listening to me? Yeah. God sent Jesus to reverse what we had got into through Mr. Adam. Yeah. It's reverse, folks. Therefore, yeah. if any, any woman beware in Christ, what are they? They're a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things are become what? New. Amen. Still in the reversing business today, praise God. All right? Amen. Praise God. Second Corinthians 10, 4, and 6 is our next verse. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pulling down. Of what holds? Strongholds. Brothers and sisters, no matter what appeared to be a stronghold to you, maybe the doctors have said there is no cure for this. But you know what? There is a cure. That's why we talk about divine uh, Reversal. Reversal. 
This is the reason why. I'm telling you, he's still reversing sickness and disease today. That divine reversal is still going on, is still taking place today. Amen. Amen. Who's receiving it? Those who believe in, those who trust him, those who know that they know that they know. Amen. All right. Praise God. Then we have um, <clears throat> the casting down imaginations and every high thing that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God. We bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And having in readiness to revenge all disobedience, you have when you when you yourself have obeyed in the fullness. So that's the verses that you have that we have today. We're looking at those verses closely. The weapons of warfare, they are not carnal. I like that, Apostle. Yeah. They are mighty, and that's what they are here for. To help with the reversal. The weapons that we have been given. That's what they do. They reverse. Just like you said, everything that we've gotten ourselves involved with, with the devil, Jesus came to do the reverse of it. I like that. Yes. And so, but I don't think we realize, you know, I like that. I'm going to go back over this verse, this last one again. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of strongholds pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God. What's exalting itself against the knowledge of God? Everything that Satan is, the thoughts he's putting in our mind, the things right. he wants us to say, which are always what contrary to the word of God. That's right. So when we, when we don't, we, when we really have not gotten a very good understanding of what our weapons are, What's the purpose of those weapons and how they function among our members? Then we will overlook them. We will, uh, they will lay that. They will, most of the time, they will lay dormant, not even being put to use. <clears throat> but those weapons, let me say this one of the most powerful weapons that we've been given is the power, the weapon of love. See, and so we don't always see that as being a weapon. You know, you walk in love and people think, oh, you're just letting people walk all over you. You know, you're a pushover. No, yeah. love is a very powerful weapon. That's right. That's right. The Bible says it, it will never fail. If we go over in, in Corinthians and look at what, what it really means to walk in love, it, it pays no attention to a suffered wrong. So who can, who can drag you into a fight? If you're not even paying attention to someone who's out there speaking blasphemous words against us, because that's why Satan does that, right? Come on, let's be for real. That's right. He's trying to get a rise out of us. He's trying to drag us into that arena of fighting with our fist and with words. And that's not, and what, you know, fighting with mean-spirited words. That's not what we are called to do. We are called to 
to use kind, soft, soothing, encouraging words that will what? That will uplift, that will encourage people, that will strengthen them, and that will move them, watch this now, out of darkness into the very light of the word and the kingdom of God. That's right. Our words are powerful weapons when we use them right. When we examine the scriptures and we go all through the New Testament where Jesus taught us about love, and he said one of the things he spoke and said about love is it never fails. I mean, just think on that for a moment. A weapon that never fails, love never fails. So how can we go wrong with using that powerful weapon of love? We cannot. But we it's like you said. We got to trust him because oftentimes we don't understand. We have not come to the point and place where we recognize love as being a weapon, a, mm-hmm. one of the strongholds, pulling mm-hmm. down strongholds. We have not seen it as being a weapon to pull down strongholds, but it does every time. Watch this. Try smiling at someone and watch what's going to happen. Usually, now, not always, but normally nine, nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, you'll get a smile coming right back at you. That's right. See it? That's you, right. You, you, you insult someone. You say harsh words to someone. You're going to get the same thing railed right back at you. <laughs> so so we, we need to understand First of all, what are weapons? What are they? How can you use something and you don't even know, you haven't even been, you know, thinking about it as being a weapon? Passing down imaginations and every high thing. He said, that's what he said. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. Love is the most powerful weapon that we have. And it will will pull down strongholds. Mm -hmm. Amen? That's right. So I just wanted to, you know, just, you know, hang right there for a moment because I think that someone, it probably blessed someone to hear that this morning. Well, let's hang there for a second again. Don't think that you are being a pushover. Don't think you're being passive. Do not think that you're just letting people walk all over you. If they're being mean and you're walking in love. No, child of God, Satan wants you to be a meanie. I put it like like the kids. They want you to be a meanie cat. Satan wants you to be a meanie cat. You know why? Let me tell you why. Because that brings you out into the open where he can attack you. Yep. That brings you out from under, you know, apostle used to say it like this, under the umbrella where the sprout under the sprout where the glory comes out. He wants to bring you out from under that protection because when we're walking in the spirit of love, then we are walking in the kingdom. That's right. But when we're walking in in strife and, and separation, division and hatred, unforgiveness, you're now over there under the under the sprout where the the the, the problems, the, the the attacks of the devil will come out. Amen. He wants you out there where he can attack you, where he can overpower you, where he can put afflictions upon you. Where, and, and let me put it in its right perspective, because we're talking about healing this morning. 
if we are believing God for healing, and I know we are, I am. I think we all are. That's why we're here. Unforgiveness in our heart will stop us, will hinder the move of God from coming up, you know, from being able to perform to its fullest in our lives. And it isn't that, it isn't that God is punishing you. You know, Satan wants you to think, ah, you didn't get your healing because you did this wrong. You did that wrong. No, our God that we serve is not like that. He loves you to the fullest. He, I could put it like this. He loves himself some you. Okay. God loves you. He loves you. He wants you to have everything that he, that he sent his son to die to provide for you. Think about that for a moment. He loves you so much. He gave you his best. So don't let Satan hoodwink you and make you think because you may have slipped up and said something. You may have, uh, you know, thought a nasty thought and you didn't cast it down. You just dwelled on it. You know, we still can get rid of those things, but that does not put you in a place where God will not forgive you. He will forgive you. He will. All we have to do is ask him. But Satan wants you to think, oh, you missed it now. You'll never get your healing now because you did this X, Y, and Z. You have to shut Satan down. How? You have to speak the word of God. What does it tell us to do? In 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5, it says, casting down all those imaginations and all those thoughts that's going contrary to the word of God. Cast it down. Open your mouth and say, Satan, you're a liar. I will not think that. I, I will not believe that. My God will forgive me. He forgives me now. He is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. Get thee behind me, Satan. That's good. You see that? Your yeah. words will shut him down. You can't right. get rid of negative thoughts with thoughts. You have to open your mouth and you have to explode on the devil. I like the way Apostle said, he said, you got to go. I think he said, you got to go gangster on the devil. When you open your mouth and you give him back the word of God, that's called going gangster on the devil. You know, there's one thing right. he cannot stand. He cannot stand the word of God coming out of your mouth. That's right. It's like kryptonite on Superman. If anybody knows anything about Superman, just using that for a moment as an example. What does kryptonite do? It strips him of his strength. Well, the word of God strips Satan of his strength. When you speak in the word of God, he cannot stand against you. His powers are depleted. They are destroyed. So you have to open your mouth and say, just like Jesus did when Satan approached Jesus, he used the word. He said, get behind me. I, 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 I will serve, you know, God and only God will answer. He had to give him the, the right words. You must do the same thing as well. Now, when you do that, then get back to walking in love. Get back to where you fell off at. Okay, I missed it. Well, go and use First uh, John 1 and 9. See, the word of God has something to fix everything that's ailing us. Okay, I fell, I fell, uh, you know, short of the glory. I, 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 I did this. I go ask him to forgive you. I don't know what it is, but First John one and nine says, if you confess it, he'll forgive you. See it? So you go do that. Now you get right back into what expecting your healing. Raise your hand and say, Father, I thank you for my healing. I thank you right now. I'm healed. 
and I'm set free from this this cancer, this this diabetes, this heartache, and whatever it is, receive it. Do not let Satan make you feel guilty to the point where you are not worthy of God's healing power that he gave for each of us to enjoy. Amen? Your, 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 your love walk is the most powerful weapon there is. Yeah. And when people hurt you, he even give us He's even given us instructions on how to deal with that. Oh, up around Matthew chapter five, up, up there around verse 44, 45, somewhere you go search it out, you'll see it. He said, what? Pray for those people who misuse and abuse you. Do good to them. Hello? Yes, he did. And then he asked the question, how many times must I forgive my brother? He said, seven times, seven. He said, no, 70 times seven. Infinitum. If you're, if someone is, you know, abusing you and misusing you or doing something wrong, people don't always know when they hurt you. They could say something you're so sensitive, you're sensitive to, and they don't even know you're, that that's a sensitive spot for you and it hurts you. Well, you know what? Forgive them. Pass that thing down. Do not let it sit there and just fester and fester and grow bigger and bigger. Don't do that. Cast that thing down. All right. Forget it, forgive, forgive it and let it go. Because remember now, forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. You see it? All these things are attached to love. So you forgive that person who said those nasty things yes. about you and let it go. And watch your healing begin to come. Just come so freely, just so freely. It will stop you up. It's like a roadblock. Unforgiveness is like a stopper, a big, big stopper in the healing process. So don't let it stay there. Love, guys, is the most powerful weapon that you have. And then you get right back to, come on, dust yourself off. That's what you did. Come on, we've taken care of all of that. We've we put the devil in his place. We've asked for forgiveness. And now what are we doing now? We're standing in the place of where Satan drew us out from in the first place. We're right back there under the, under the sprout where what? The glory comes out. It's coming out this morning. It is coming out this oh. morning in big, 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 big buckets full. Will you catch it? Will you be under that sprout? I pray God you are. Amen? Because Great. this is what we're doing. We're in healing school. And we're believing God. I'm right now, my hands are lifted high. I'm standing in, in, in praise of him, in adoration of him, praise not Jesus. giving Satan any kind of place in me. Don't give him any place in you. We're talking about divine reversal, divine reversal. See, that's what I just went through with you. Let's reverse the curse. We reversed what he had done. He got you all upset. Something may have happened during the week. We just reversed that. Why, we, why must we make sure? See, it's all about watching, child of God. You have to be the best watchman on the wall to your soul. You have to be the best watchman on the wall to your body, to That's your good. healing, to your health, to your strength. You watch that. See, the, we pray a lot, but we don't always look at what God said in his script in the word. He said, watch and pray. He didn't just say pray. He said, watch and pray, which is where 
my ministry comes from, watch unto prayer. We must watch all the time. We yes. must be the best watchmen on the wall that they are. Watching what? Watching what he's saying in the spirit. Watching for the moving of the spirit. Watching for what he's saying unto you. Watching for the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when he comes, talking about the Holy Spirit, he's going to do what? What's his job? What's his assignment? He's going to lead you. And he's going to guide you where? Into all the truth. Praise Jesus. And we know the truth, don't we, Apostle? Absolutely. His word is truth. Yes. His word is truth. And we've taken a vow from God to make sure that you not only hear the truth, but we want to make sure you know how to apply it to your life. That's Praise. what we're talking about this morning. So, that's that little process we just went through. Something happened during the week. We just got rid of that. That's right. We put the devil on notice. We asked God to forgive us for our actions. And now we're right back in grace. Receiving all that he's given and died to provide for us. Isn't that beautiful? You know mm -hmm. how to apply. You don't just, you're not just hearing you know, we're not just telling you, go read this, go read. No, we're going to show you how to use it. We're going to make sure you understand it. And I pray that it's blessing you this morning because for years, child of God, personally, I was just so, you know, I mean, confused when it came down to uh, getting, a, getting answered prayers. Because if you're not understanding what you're reading, how will you ever be able to say amen? How will you ever to be able to? How will you ever get into the place where you say, okay, I can, I, I understand that. I receive that. I know how to do that. If you're not understanding it, it cannot happen. So we have to make sure, thank God, as we always say, for preaching the word. But the fivefold ministry gifts also includes the teacher. That's right. Are you listening? And so that's what we're doing when we come into healing school. We love to preach too. There's a time when we do preach, but right now we're wearing the mantle of the teacher. So in the fivefold minister gifts, it says he's given to the church gifts, some apostles, some prophets, some pastors. And there's that teacher right there. See it? God knows that we sometimes have to settle down. We have to just settle down sometimes. Thank God for, you know, praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Preach. Thank God for that. There's a time for that. But there's a time for teaching the word of God while we settle down and we close the world off. We close everything off from the world. We listen intently to the word. And then we, think we, we hear how to what? Leave this place where we are right now and go and apply it to our lives. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Amen. Are you being blessed this morning? I'm so happy you're here. We are so happy you're here this morning, and we thank God for you, because God needs you healed. <laughs> he does. You know why he needs you healed? Let me say this. Let me, let me just say this, Apostle, and I'll just give the floor back to you. You know, you, you, you're not getting, God did not save you just so you can sit up and look pretty. Not that you said that, but I'm just saying that's what he said to me. That's what he said to me long time ago. I'm not saving you just so you can sit up and look pretty. I'm saving you so you can go out what and help someone else. Yes. 
so you can be an example for me in the world. God wants us to show the world him. And if we're always sick, if we're letting Satan constantly put sickness on us, when will we ever be able to show the world Christ? When will, will we ever be able to go and do what he's called, anointed, appointed, and commissioned us to do? No, we won't be able to do it because we constantly try and, you know, back in the day, there was a, a, a word that came out, keeping your head above water. They applied that to the people who were down in that uh, place in New Orleans when Katrina hit, trying to keep their heads above water. Listen, if that's all you're doing in your life is trying to keep your head above water, you see, that's what Satan wants you to do. Always, what about me? What about me? What about me? Joyce Myers does a beautiful job with that. What about me? What about me? What about me? If that's all we're doing is what about me? Guys, we're not being the, the best example that God wants us to be. He wants us to get free so we can go and help the next person get free. See yeah. it? That's good. You say, well, I'm not a preacher. Yes, you are. I'm not a pastor. You may not be a pastor, but you know what? You are a citizen of the kingdom of God and your light is shining bright. You want your light to shine so bright in the world because the scripture says that they will see the good works in you. Come on now. They will see his good works in you and they will glorify the father, which is in heaven. We yeah. don't all have the same assignment. My assignment is a little different from yours, but you do have an assignment. That's right. It might be to show your neighbor some love. It might be to show your coworkers some love. It might be to pray for someone. It might be to, to give someone a hand up because someone needs something to eat. It might give them a ride. to I don't know what your job is, but you can't do it. If Satan, you're just going to let Satan keep putting sickness on you and keep you always the needy one. No, make him get up off of you. Amen? Because you have work to do. Glory to God. And that's why we're here help you to get ready to do what God has called you to do. I pray you receive that this morning. I hope you do because we love you so much. We want to see you healed. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now that's good. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse one, very familiar scripture to you. Now faith is the substance of things what? Hope for. Is the evidence of things not what? Not seen or perceived by the five senses, okay? Listen to this. Let me say it this way. Now faith is the divine reversement of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Whatever Satan has put on you, the faith of God will reverse it. Are you listening to me? Amen. Whatever Satan has put on you, the faith of God will reverse it. But now, you have to do something there. Apply your faith. Don't just sit there, well, well, I'm waiting on God. No, don't wait on God. Don't wait on him. Take your faith and you do something. If you couldn't lift your hand, lift your hand. 
If you couldn't move your feet, move your feet now. I'm telling you, this is exact. See, look. So when faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God, notice faith must come. But when is faith going to come? When it see you acting. Therefore, act like you healed. Well, don't I have to see something first? Don't I have to feel something first? No. No. That's not real Bible faith when you have to see something first. Let me ask you this. Do you have to take a bath before you can get clean? You see what I'm saying to you? Before you could skin a fish, you first have to catch it. You can't clean the fish still in the water. You have to catch it first. How do you how do you catch your healing? How do you catch this divine replacement or reversal? You act on it. Act on it. Do something you couldn't do. Remember in the book of Acts, the man was lame from his mother's womb. He couldn't walk. And the man heard Paul preaching. And the Bible said Paul perceived that the man had faith to be healed. And Paul hollered out to the man with a loud voice, stand up right on your feet. You remember that? And what happened? He did. I say he did. And the man went leaping and walking and praising God. All things are possible to him or her that believe. Any believers here today? I'm sure you are. That's why you are here. You see how you do this thing now? Praise God. Now, now listen. By the authority in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you overcome the devil. Overcome that sickness and disease. That's the devil. By the blood of Jesus and by the word of your testimony. As I just said. Don't wait until you feel something. Don't wait till you see some sense evidence. Don't do that. No, no, no. Do something now that you couldn't do before. See, now faith is. It never did say now faith is going to be on one of these old days. When the Lord get ready, listen, no. Remember the man who had been bent over for 38 years at the pool of Bethesda? And Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? And the man gave him a long song and dance song about, I don't have nobody to put me in the water, and this is wrong, and that's wrong, and somebody's always jumping ahead of me. Don't do that. The healing one asked him, do, do you want to be healed? Man, look, let's pass up the water. Forget the water. Do you want to be healed? Well, here I am in front of you, the healing one. I am the one to make you whole. Do you want to be healed? Don't do what that man did and give him all this song and dance. Say yes. And start acting on it. Amen.
That's how you do it. So in Jesus' name, we speak healing to you today. In the, the authority of Jesus, every condition plaguing your body goes now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for healing today. We thank you for the power of God is present to heal right here today. And we thank you for it. We praise you for it now. We receive it. I said we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen.